We've only gone and got Amal Malik on the podcast. You know Amal as being the world brilliant, renowned producer and singer. He's a brother of Rahman Malik, uh, and the two of them are just great. They've been on the podcast before, but now Amal's got a brand new track out, Tu Mira Nahi, which is signed to Sony. You're going to hear our chat with him, but before that, let's have a little catch up. Should we start? One, two, one, two, three, four. Diwali Tree was an absolute success. I want to just say, I want to put it out there. Diwali Tree from last week, can I just say, it was embraced by the people. We've had numerous messages from people across Instagram and Facebook and my Twitter just kind of going, what a brilliant idea, Tommy. Only you could think of this. I'm like, we discussed this on the podcast. It's a team effort. I took the credit, boys. Yeah, I took the credit. I love how you just took the credit. Uh, Yeah, you know, people need a leader. That's all it was. I, I had to step up. But was it was it a success? Bruv, I got the tree out early. I took the pressure of decorating it into like Christmas decorations and all the lights and all that stuff that goes with that. And I got to just take it out, erect the tree and put on the sari outfit, make it look a bit desi. We got the Diwali tree. It was like a halfway house towards finishing the tree. Yours was good, but we got sent one in by one of our loyal listeners. And I'll tell you what, her tree was incredible. And when I've seen we put it. that up, I know, I know the one we put that up on our socials, I mean, yours got love. This one was covered in love. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's what you okay. were. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> at, the, at the old boys' school. Uh, no, it was, I know you're about Varsha, right? Because Varsha, yeah. Varsha, you know, the girl's got too much spare time on her hand. That's why she listens to all these podcasts of ours. I mean, who would do that in their right mind? So I think, I don't think hers should really, no, I'm really kidding. Varsha, Varsha's actually looked classy. It looked like a postcard. I, I think personally, I thought you had premature trejaculation. <laughs> it's what is what you did this year. Is that what it's known as? What the, the whole, what it's known whole, as. It's official. Is, that's and brilliant. Also, what was the point of putting Kate's bloody face on it? Well, you need you yeah. need you need something royal. Oh, you need but something like bit like I mean, I don't, you can't have a fa- you can't have a fairy. You can't have a star. So what do I do? Well, you could have put on I don't know some right. desi person on it. Hey, Sanji Bhaskar's face or something. But the royal family is Indian. So it's very desi. They have been created by India. So it's okay. So it's like, you know, they, they got most of our stuff in their house. So it's fine. I think it would have been better if Shah Rukh Khan was on it. Kedge suggested it last week and I was quite, I was quite like disappointed it weren't him. All oh, right. I'm sorry about that. But how was your Diwali in general? Right? Diwali tree was success. success I've connected with my people. How did you connect with yours? Or did you not? Because you can't mix with people. Well, you can't connect with people. That's the whole point of Diwali this year. Obviously, it's, it's, it's been a low-key one. Like, it's been different, right? I, I think mm-hmm. we can all kind of agree on that. Oh, oh, um, oh, oh I got something. Low-key with no low-key. What's that oh, mean? What do you, oh, you don't call low-key people. No. no low-key in Punjabi means people. Lo- oh. Okay, for the Punjabis out there, yeah. pretend that didn't happen. happen. Okay. Uh, low-key... <laughs> With no lucky. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Sash. Back to you. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Take care. Yeah, no, like, I mean, uh, you know, as far back as I can remember, it's always just been Diwali with family. And, you know, like there's always minimum 30 mans in your house. Do you see what I mean? But this mm. year, no, no women. One, no, no one. Well, you know what I mean by mans, like just people. Right. People. I was going to say, my school. <laughs> no, it's definitely not like a school. But it's just, it was, it was a weird one. But, you know, it's the circumstances in 2020 and all of that, just kind of had to, you know, enjoy what we had, right? Yeah. Kedge, what did you do? Yeah, so it was it was just yeah. uh, low-key. 
Loki, as you said. Um, no Loki. Although, although you know, I still did the Rangoli, and and you know, you got to try and make do with what you've got. Like I said, so you know, I, I tried to eat. I, to be fair, I did still uh, have the food coma. Yes. I was completely like stuffed by lunchtime, and what I was, was on the like, menu. Oh, just uh, like I went through it all last week, you know, your fafra, your gartia, and all of that kind of stuff. And then there was, you know, all the good stuff. There was buri, there was like, all the different curries. It was just like, oh, samosas, kajoris. Oh, samosas, mate. Yeah. <laughs> you, can't have, you, you can't have Diwali without samosas. No, you can't. Oh. You can't. I, and, I and, and even dimpa, which just, Tommy doesn't know, have a clue what dimpa is, but I tiny, love tiny, dimpa. tiny dimpa is a wrapper. I know. Tiny, <laughs> you get little mini ones. You get the, the king size dimpa. Don't like that. But yow, we, uh, we put the women and the cards and the stars out. He even sounds like he's talking about Diwali. Tiny dimpas are not that good. The bigger the dimpa, the better they taste. Uh, oh, I think. That's, that's what, your friend. What on earth is a dimpa? I've never heard of this Come in my on, life. You know what dimpa is? They okay. call, there's another word for it. I think you might call it the other one. I've forgotten the word for it, though. But it's it's like made out of like leaves and like they, they're like wrapped up. And then they slice them. You can fry them or you can have them kind of like just, um, what's the word, like baked. Oh, I don't, think that's how, I, I think that's how, that's how you get rid of garden waste. Yeah, you know? I was going to say, I don't, I, don't, oh, I don't know. I can't believe, Satch, you must know what dimpa is. Well, oh, dimpa with a D or with a T? No, T, T, D, T. Dimpa, uh, well, either, um, is, is, it very, is it a very desi dish? Is it a very... It's, it's a Gujarati one. It's a Gujarati one. I think it's spinach. I think it's spinach, like wrapped up. Patra. You call it patra. I've heard of that. But Cleo, yeah. Cleo Patra. <laughs> Coming at you. Cleo Patra. Yes, I know, I know what you're referring to, but um, I'm not a fan. I don't really like it. It's like this. Oh, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's like it's, I tell you, it's it's a good right yulog is what it is. Yeah, it's a, yeah. <laughs> that's, it, exactly. it's, it's, that's the Diwali yulog. That's the one. <laughs> Beautiful. Anyway, <laughs> well, I talk about people in India and and Gujarat and Punjab and all of India. Um, it's gone within w- one weekend of Diwali. It is now completely covered in smoke uh, because nobody nobody listened to the government's guidelines to no not have. They don't call it fireworks. What do they call it? Firecrackers. No firecrackers. No firecrackers. Well, they call it fireworks as well, but no firecrackers in particular. That, you know that pop and make all the smoke. I, I don't because, think and, they. I don't think there were any guidelines in India. No, 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 funny. No, 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 no. In India, it was not supposed to be, but it was just impossible to police. How can you? Because it's a little bunch of firecrackers. By the time you even t- tell the police, <laughs> they're gone. Do you know what I mean? It's firecrackers. Mm. But now the smoke. They said it's nine times the smoke from those firecrackers in Indi- in parts of India now is nine times out of the national kind of health limit. So it's like, that's how bad it's polluted but from also, those firecrackers. Also, you're talking about these guidelines and everything. There was um, so where I know some where were some where some people living sort of in the suburbs of Mumbai. They were saying that what normally takes a ten minute walk because, like you said, Diwali was was upon us and everyone was out. It took oh. forty five minutes to just do that ten minute walk because there were that many people on oh, the wow. road. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so uh, and again, look, let let this be a lesson to everyone that. Similarly, how, how Desi's have been about Diwali, I think people will be about Christmas. They're going to want to see each other. See, I, I mean, you're talking about India and stuff like that. And yeah, I did see a lot of stuff happening there. But I think people are a bit NFG over here as well. <laughs> if, 
if you don't know what NFG stands for, you have to you have to work listen it out back. and listen back to <laughs> listen other podcasts. Back to episode, I but, can't even remember what episode, but, but yeah, it's, we've, it's we've, Kedge's Kedge's creation of no f's given NFG. Yeah, but sorry, I, I, you, think, you think where are people more NFG where they just don't care? Yeah, I think I think they were just here. Like I, I saw a lot of people that you know were, were putting up their little happy Diwali posts of food and stuff, but in the background, I saw about eight people. <laughs> do you see what I mean? Like, just take a bit of care with your photos if that's what you're going to do. Don't do it, obviously. How, how many? How, how many people? How many pictures of those? How many? No, I just, I just saw it, and then obviously people were putting up, you know, videos of their fireworks and stuff like that, as you would normally. And you, then you grasp them in dust. Yeah, that's right. what I mean. If you grasp them in dust, fifty pound to go. That's what I mean. Like, and, and if they uh, panned across the garden, you just see a few people standing there. It's like, bruv, they don't live in your house. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've seen it all. I think I think the thing that I saw the most was like um, West London, like places like your Southall and your Hounslow and your Uxbridge and all of that. It actually looked like India this weekend with fireworks. <laughs> I'm not, no I'm not way. Lie. Yeah, yeah, no, seriously, man. Like, I, I saw some crazy... F- and in a weird sort of a way, I didn't need to go to a fireworks display because I saw them all on Instagram. Look, that's a, that oh, is. Oh, look that, at that! that is, that is a, like, oh, I don't need to go on holiday. I can just, I can just look at a travel show on TV, and I feel like I'm abroad. <laughs> no, it's not the same. You know what I, I mean? Today, no, it's just and, and like obviously this year I didn't get any fireworks. We always do fireworks. Did you? Did anyone do any fireworks this year? Uh, no, didn't. I didn't no, do it. Well, that's what I mean. But there was, but there was a few people like you said who literally looked like he had the whole fireworks display in his back garden. It yeah. went on forever, and they were big fireworks. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I was thinking this as well, Kedge. Right, I was going like, I don't know if it's because there's fewer fireworks around and because we're more aware of it. We have got to be locked down, but they just felt louder. Yeah, like, oh, I had some air bombs. Like if you looked at the umbrella that was being created in the sky, they were huge. Like, well, you get a firework displays. So, Maybe. Oh, yeah. Well, but the good thing is, hopefully by this time next year, we will actually get to be all together because a vaccine is out there now. They've bought themselves hey, hey. five million, I don't know, doses, dubbed, I don't know what they come in, flora tubs of, uh, of Pfizer. But now they've just, in the last 24 hours, and I'm sure this will all progress throughout the week. I feel like the news around COVID changes every 10 minutes, but there's the Moderna vaccine. As we're re- recording this, Moderna vaccines also, so just kind of come to light 94.5 percent effective easier Ooh. to store because you know obviously Pfizer you have to store at minus 80 degrees celsius which you is have crazy stop, you have to stop making freezers yes you do don't yes, make a freezer do. for your Pfizer because you don't need it you could call oh. it a freezer a freezer would have been a great name for it but no you can't have a freezer for your Pfizer because the modern moderna vaccine is coming out but it's not going to be available until april but now the, the i love this that the nation is just scared now like oh bugger have we just spent all that money and bought 5 million doses of this other vaccine when we should have just waited two more days and got this one. It's like buying something and then all of a sudden it's in the sale. See, I feel like this is kind of like when you buy like a, a car or something or like, um, yeah, you know, you go into the shop and you, you know what you're kind of after, but the salesman always tries to give you a little, you know, why don't you look at one of these ones? And is that what they're going to do with the vaccines? No, no. See, I think, oh, so I it's slightly different to that. For me, it's like when you go into a shop and the salesperson goes, look, I know you're looking at that. Just wait, wait two days or wait no, till next no, week. Bro, we got, that, we got a national, we got a national sale going on. That's going to come down. No, sometimes I've been told that, and yeah. you're like, oh great. Yeah. So almost we needed the Pfizer people to kind of go, look, cool. And I get it. You're all mad for this vaccine right now because of the state yeah. of the planet. But just give it two more days. I can give you ninety four point five percent instead of the ninety percent accuracy or effectiveness of Pfizer. You and your shopping sprees. I was at a supermarket today, randomly just picking up some yogurt because I'd run out and. Um, the shop that I went to, Audi, where what happens is where the, 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 the assistant, the sales assistant 
people mm. sit. They've yeah. got the glass screen, but they haven't just got like a panel. It's completely in a booth, right? Yes. No, you so, mean the till, so person really, on the till? Not yeah, sales. person yes. till. You don't have sales sorry, assistants at sorry, an Audi. Sorry, I can oh, think of the right can one. Can I recommend the, this courgette the, to you, yeah, sir? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> but they were in a complete booth. And so, so this fella wasn't wearing his mask. And an old woman came onto the, and she unloaded her trolley of food. And then she said, can you put a mask on, please? And I thought, to, to, the, to the person on the till. Ooh. And I thought, here we go. This is going to be fun. And he went, no, sorry, madam, uh, because I'm covered in a screen completely, I don't have to put a mask on. She was like, no, I want you to put the mask on. He was like, no, I'm not going to put a mask Ooh. on. And, Ooh. and, she and said, it went on no, for a bit. Robert, yeah. And then she said, well, I'm going to go somewhere else. And he was like, go well, somewhere else. No, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not my blood. Yeah, no, it's not my dad's but, shop. but the problem was, is that she kept going, I'm going to go somewhere else. I'm going to go. And they were arguing, but her food kept going towards the dude. So <laughs> It's all building so, up. And then it's all building up. And then she kept lifting a bit up and then it kept moving again. I'm like, don't lift your food. Argue first and then lift your food and then decide. Then finally she goes, right, I'm going. So then she picked it all up. And finally, and then what a cue and a chaos. And I just thought... I don't know. I just thought the person I told, well, he had the mask around his chin anyway. Just oh, then he should have oh, done. Then he should have no, no. put it on. Yeah, right. yeah. Well, funnily enough, I had a little supermarket incident and it was kind of similarly around kind of, you know, Ooh. cleanliness and hygiene and all that. Mm. So I went, it was actually, it was today. Went to the supermarket, got the trolley and um, pushed the trolley along, put some things in the trolley and then I, my phone rang. So I stepped like half a meter away just from where I, because I was near the food, you know, like so people can get up and get the stuff. Yeah. And I stepped away and as I turned around, I'm still on the phone a woman started pushing my trolley away. Right? Oh, I wasn't too concerned because it wasn't, you don't have to put the pound in at the moment. You know, they've, they've alleviated the pound thing. Oh, they? No, you do in Watford. No, not in my one. They haven't done that all throughout lockdown. You know, pounds needed. Oh, um, wow. just saying. Uh, okay. So I was like, I, so I thought, okay, genuine mistake. She's not trying to do me out of a pound. Uh, it is East London. And, um, and so I went, yeah. oh, excuse me. I went, that's my trolley. She went, oh, oh my God, big reaction. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my. And, she, and I, went, I went, oh, it's not, I went, it's not a problem because I'm still on the phone, it's right? Fine. I went, it's I'm fine. Sort of mad. I went, not a problem. Not a problem. Give right? it back. Just and give she, it back. Yeah, and it's cool. And she went, oh, she's mouthing back at me now because she can see the phone in my hand. Yeah. She's going, but I've touched it. But I've touched. I've touched your trolley. I went, don't worry. So I'm mouthing now. Don't worry. Don't worry. Like it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm cool with it. I'll sort it out. Right? And then she's going, no, 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 no. I'm going, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I went to the person, look, I have to call you back. Put it on. I went, it's fine. I said, I'll get some wipe on the way out. I said, I've been out today already. I'll sort it all out before I go home. I appreciate it. She's okay. We got round to the next aisle. My girl followed me. She had in her hand a hand sanitizer. And she went, put your hands out. And she squirted hers hand and into my hands. Maybe she went, I feel better now. I said, thank you very much. Oh, Bajadi. No, not Bajadi. I reckon she's riddled with it and she knows it. And she's worried she's just giving it to me. Maybe, maybe. Was it just the trolley or did she put her hands all over your... your, Peppers. No, she didn't touch my peppers or my kelly. No, no, no. no. Baguette or something, garlic bread. She she just tried to do a little runaway, but we caught her in time. But I was saying people are nervous. Look, she was nervous about herself, her own impact on me, let alone your mask boy and and old, uh, the old, you know, problem at the till. So... These are, these are testing times. Can I tell you what made me nervous? And I, I mean, this, is, this hasn't happened to me now for a, probably about, I would, have, I would have thought about seven months, is I had a dream last night. Right. <laughs> okay. 
Mitch, where are we going with this? Yeah, exactly. something, something that's not happened for months. I, haven't dreamt. Had a dream. I, don't, I don't dream. I don't dream. I haven't dreamt in months. What, what kind what, of dream was it? What kind of what kind of dream was it? <laughs> <laughs> well, you were in it. Oh. And so was Satch. Oh, this is awkward. So it was three of us. Wasn't a threesome. There were other people involved. Oh, hello. But for some reason, again, and so obviously this dream was pre-COVID because Satch phoned us up and he went, boys, I'm taking you out to this sick club that's just opened up. Oh, nice. all right. Satch, you know, because Satch does that every now and then. He gets a little hook up into something new and whatever. Yeah. So I said, all right, then. So we all went, come on, then. Let's go. Satch goes, it's going to be sick. It's going to be a wicked party. I'm DJing for a bit. Come and chill. Usual Satch kind of line when he says, come on down. So we went down to this club. Guess who's there? Hey. Kanye West. In your oh. dream. So Kanye West is... <laughs> You can't tell this story like, guess who I saw? Yeah, Kanye. West. It's still a dream. We know it's a dream. You're like, you're bigging it up. Guess who was in my dream? It was Kanye West. He got- I have no affiliation with Kanye West. I don't that, care. Do you know what? That dream was actually my reality once. Really? I've DJed before Kanye West has performed. There you go. Maybe that's what you had. Maybe because you guys are so close and you're so similar, yeah. you were like, you're feeling what Satch felt. So Satch was DJing, me and you were usual, just, you know, admiring the view and just drinking a bit. And Kanye West pops up. And then we're like, oh. So then we started talking, me, you and Kanye, as usual, the deep oh. conversation that me and Tommy would have about India. Then guess who walks in? Amal Malik. <laughs> <laughs> right. So what, what is exactly happening at this party? Why, why is Kanye there? I don't what? know. We were just having the we new club, right? We were just in a booth. A mile, and then you get that Miles going, yo, guys, and all of that kind of stuff. And then we went, so then, got, oh, come here, look, you know, come and meet our mate Kanye. And oh, so Amal wasn't, wasn't that sort of, um, what's the word? Um, no, he wasn't Being quite sort of. Um, he didn't really know about. Kanye's hype, if you know what I mean. Like, he wasn't that sort of shocked yeah. by it. That's like, right. Because a young producer, half our age, cool, yeah. one of the coolest men in India uh, yeah. right now, uh, wouldn't know about Kanye. Good, this dream's going well. But then me and you convinced Kanye to make Bollywood songs with Amal Malik. Yeah, yeah good. Sounds. I good. was so excited. And then I woke up. <laughs> yeah. Which is the worst ending to every story ever. How, but how thank was, you. Was Kim there? No. Ah. Was, what about, Ar- what about Ar- was Arman there? No, there was no other person of significance in this club apart from Kanye West and then Amal who walked in after. Well, coming up is our conversation with Kanye West. Uh, so you're going to sit back. Oh, no, sorry. It's the other one. Coming up from Kedge's Dream is our conversation with Amal Malik. Um, Amal is, uh, obviously, as we know, the producer and brother of Arman. And, um, and we got to hang out with him. We'll, we'll, you can hear our chat with him straight after this.
करने दे ख्वाबों को बदमाशिया चलने दे नजरों की मनमानिया ढूंढे चलो कुछ ठिकाने नए और दे पगली पगली सी नादानिया होश में रहना है क्यों रहने से होगा क्या बेहोशियों में है मजा Amal, Arman is you know he's he's heavy work. It's heavy work carrying that guy's <laughs> career. Well done. Oh God, he's Take I'm it. so proud of him. The way he's he's won the EMA. Yeah, oh big. God, that that's is a big. The first for my family and that guy at that age. What a start! What a beginning to the career. But not only that, bro. It's gonna that that is gonna have open doors, brought eyes on India, eyes on young Indian artists. It would have done so much. Because there'll be people, execs from labels and stuff around the world, now googling young Indian artists. Yeah, I think he's made it uh, really possible uh, for people to dream again that you can do it at that age from India also. So it's that's that's beautiful. Love him for that. Well done, Arman. <laughs> well done, Arman. But do you, is it not balanced out with you? Like, yeah, but you know, you're also the guy that I saw wet yourself. You know, like when we were kids, you you peed all <laughs> over the floor. So you know, well done, Arman. But you know, you'll always be that guy to me. It's, it's always going to be, I've seen him uh, brown load on the fo- floor. <laughs> <laughs> like, the latest episode, the latest episode from Arman Malik. There it is. Someone clean it up. <laughs> well, we got to talk about, let's talk about Mira Nahi, man. I mean, yeah. firstly, actually before that, firstly, before that even, welcome to the Sony Music India family. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thank yeah. you to Sony Music for dealing with the crazy artist I am and taking <laughs> this leap of faith. You know, uh, I, I'd like to say, you know, something which is really special here because uh, I've been part of videos with Arman where I have been there playing the piano and been an accompanist and I've seen a lot of music videos with due respect to that. Seeing pe- musicians being beautifully sidelined, not disrespectfully. No. But <laughs> Always sidelined. So I feel that you know this time they've gone all in, believing that Amal can do this, and I didn't know I could do it. But we have reached somewhere where I feel that the director Arif Khan, Sony, and uh, I, our vision together has achieved something which describes me visually and through the audio perfectly. What I am yeah. is what the song and the video is. It's it's a beautiful song, beautiful song. In fact, let's 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 break down the beauty of it, right? Let let's let's have a look. What? Why are you smiling? This is a good thing. I'm serious, right? Let's break it. Okay. Chala gaya madur, tune bi roka nahi. Right? You didn't. You thought I went there. I am going far. You haven't stopped me. Dil ko dard esa mila, jiski dawa nahi. Right? Oh my word! The pain in my heart. There is no medicine for. 
Straight in. Straight in. <laughs> right? That's what, that's what Charlie Sloth will be doing right now, okay? But, Amal Malik, a little bit needy. It's a little bit needy, isn't it? Look at you. Oh, I'm going. I'm going. You didn't even stop me. Oh, it's all your fault. I mean, come on. I mean, I'm, I'm, I would be a little bit like, listen, if you, if you want to stay, you stay. You want to go, you're going to go. Well, now, wh- what, who is this? Is this you being needy? Is this somebody else being needy? What's going on? I, I, I think I already made a lot of music which says, Kabi to chale aana, and I've shown that side. <laughs> so, you know, I thought, and that's, that's also me. But there are times where you wait, you know, I think uh, in love or in friendship, you wait that today my friend And even if you, you know, a lot of people say, oh, I'm the guy and I'm not, I don't wait. But we know we do. We, we, we <laughs> fail to wait. We wait, we wait, we wait. And we don't manage. And so I feel it's happened. And, uh, you know, a lot of times, you know, maybe a lot of my friends didn't get, you know, the video shows my love, my obsession with music so much that the relationship gets on the back burner, which maybe is something I faced. You know, there were times maybe I wanted something to work out, but it never did because no one, even my family, gets the madness that I have for music. It's right there with family. So, you know, these Saturday nights, those dinner nights, those dates and the Sunday brunches is something that I've never done properly and on time, always in the studio, no one more take, how I show, you know, one more. And that's when I've lost the girl or lost my friends. And they all called me Matlabi, but that's okay. So, no, so Matlab, I, by the way, what's your nickname? Matlabi. Matlabi. <laughs> I love that. Because it's all these excuses. It's, it's great. So, so it's Tommy, obviously, you, I mean, you know, Tommy said that, you know, it's, it's about the guy and the girl thing and you're missing out on the girl. But actually, I, I think this is, this is kind of a tune... For, for everyone really who's, who's maybe missing their favorite, you know, alcoholic drink or their favorite pizza <laughs> or something that they've got to give up, you know, like they've thought, cause I, cause I mean, Tommy hasn't had any alcohol now for what, 10 months? 10 months. I'm, I'm 10 seeing months. a lot of this also, what you're saying is actually happening. A lot of kids are like making these memes with pictures and like a big box of pizza and saying, tu mera nahi. There <laughs> you go. <laughs> it's, it's happening. That side also, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that it's light also. And even even though it's like a heartbreak song, you know, like, yeah, I feel uh, it, it's a message. It's a nice message which says when something's not serving your purpose and, you know, you feel that you are being a baggage on someone or some, you feel that that relationship is run its course. A lot of us, we don't manage to let go. And it is difficult. It's easier said than done. But this song will help you. Like, you can literally play this song and walk out in high speed and like, that's all I want to say. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll tell done. you how it helped me. It helped me in the car today. I'll tell you how. Because if, if, no, if people haven't heard this tune already, Amal Malik and the genius of a composer he is, he gives you 50 seconds at the end of the song to just go for it with the biggest alap ever. And you're just going for it. And I had it full blast. And I, cause I love a good, I love a good alap and you know, an Amal alap, you know, cause there's one in the middle at the start as well, which is, yeah. you don't expect it. But no one expects me to go all out in the end. And exactly. That's but the end is, oh, and you know, all the great Bollywood songs have a good alap. Is that something that is, is that one of your favorite things in a song to give it one of those? I think uh, that's something, you know, uh, very uh, Indian at heart to do. You know, it's something which is not thinking, which is more uh, just doing it. Because, you know, even if you have like Tere Mere, one song I did, it had, you know, Sun Mere Khuda Bas Itni Si Meri. It's like a, it's like a sign off and uh, it works a lot. Uh, you know, it, maybe it's a little formulaic, but 
I try to do it differently and it's it's working I think for the song so a lot of kids are like we didn't think you'd sing that note or you know they've never seen me do these things they've always seen me sing either like somba like an o khuda or completely uh, enacting of ditna rayan and ashik surrender hua you know <laughs> so they've not seen this But this is quite nice though actually because you're probably one of the few people or maybe maybe you're telling me it's a generational thing that can actually do this you can now mix dance songs modern sounding songs you can bring in traditional things like an alap and you get away with it yeah. what is it well why, why do you think because you're still regarded you're regarded as like this traditional old school composer i've said this to you before like yeah. you're like an yeah. old man in many ways no don't, don't take the wrong way you know like your your approach your mindset completely yeah. there's something in you that is so old manny like in the way that you are so sensible and you kind of serious and you're into your craft um and then you know you can throw in an alarm or not throw in you can bring in an alarm to layer your song to add something to your song um but there's nobody else really doing that you, that's coming just from you and your desire to architect and make this you know it's it's supposed to happen you know very purely i felt this uh, move from being the film composer now to get into this because i have done singles for arman or arijit and tiger and i started the whole indie pop thing back again in uh, india you know in 2015 with chalwa jaate and zindagi aaron mein but i knew you know somewhere that this was the dream of a 15 year old amal and the 30 year old amal just completed it you know mm-hmm. and so that kid there always wanted to do or see or you know sing as him didn't want to present himself as anybody else but as he is on screen and maybe sing obviously the singing's gotten better looking at arman i follow kk you know i look up to arijit atif so i'm someone who who hasn't trained in singing and you know i know my western classical in uh, piano i've done trinity college but singing has not been something that i got trained for so i am limited i have no qualms in saying that i cannot do the arman and rahat fatehli and arijit <laughs> but i can be me and i feel that if you can't be new you know just be you but somewhere the music producer inside comes in and says why not try that like you're doing something which sounds like its heart is in the 90s but why don't we up you know the production and bring it to the 808s that maybe work in you know, a Travis Scott song or you know yeah. get, get get that world into romance so i went all out and i got even a violin in between which is the core hindustani you know we <laughs> lived on the music interlude the violin that took know, me for, that took me back to mohabbat and i could just see all of a sudden shahrukh khan so i was i was trying to do that you know i had to keep that shahrukh khan you know i'm a shahrukh khan fan srk yes. in for in yeah. way and i wanted to keep that thing alive even those locations where there's that little field and like we hug and kids are making that in the ddlj thing now which is like <laughs> insane so these things i've kept the old world charm but you know i'm hearing these uh, guys you know youngsters come up to me uh, riz also who's a friend he's a rapper and he's a young kid 18 year old they go by riz and yoshi really nice musicians and they don't listen to bollywood or hindi at all and they came up to me and you know they've always heard my productions and they're like bro that's cool so when i did this single he was like bro this is some confusion like my mom loves it and i love it and it's bringing us like we're jamming on this you know a lot of people are saying that it's bringing people uh, a smile on their face and it's maybe helping them just believe that this is not the time maybe and you can say no to a certain thing or person and maybe if life has it it'll find a way you know there's no there is a little regret that it didn't work out but there is no giving up 
there is this man he walks away beautifully and in the end he you know that shot also was something that i wanted to do i got that violin player sitting and i you know i respect street musicians and every country wherever not gone to many but wherever i've been you know i've always been batman in the bat cave you know it so whenever <laughs> i've been i've been to maybe australia or new zealand went to spain i felt you know a lot of times i went there you know just for vacation but there was stress from home like this song isn't ready and i maybe just uh, you know sipping a cup of walking and i see this guy just strum some chords and you know i forget my stress so i respect these guys a lot so i wanted to get that initially there there was a script you know that we wrote that maybe you'll just fl- fling the ring away or do something angrily but i said maybe i want to do something which i would really really do would be you know support someone who's doing his own music and that's a message you know i also want to tell my fans that you know it's very open between us that's why i don't call them fans they come up to me with new artists and i've always told this term not just me please support original music and if you feel a song is good and it needs to be heard send me that link i'm here i'll push that on whatever capacity so we are a very i think they're a very beautifully uh, cultured and valued fandom together that you know they've understood me waited for 3 years i've made 15 songs and then chosen this one you know that patience i you know i ran away from film so many things were happening while i was making this Yeah. that i started saying tu mera nahi to everything to films to <laughs> yeah. mera nahi Re- recreation tu mera nahi then i was like uh 100 songs in the year tu mera nahi this is yeah. 80th, 80th release in 5 years and this is the first time i'm doing what the artist inside was thirsty and craving and just dying to put it out um tell me about your diwali plans and will you will you be chilling out for diwali it's been busy for you at the moment so you relaxing yeah, like, i thought this year would be a, a holiday only because once that happened in april uh, and you know things went out out of hand but i think i've released quite a few songs and they're all like doing really well so i don't know if i'm going to go for these parties because i'm still a little scared and like i think in these months indians forget <laughs> that there is corona in this country they just they just ripping it apart they like corona khatam ho chuka hai diwali shuru ho chuki hai and you know and i love it they're all happy they're celebrating but i still feel a little skeptical to get into a place with 100 200 people maybe yeah. five six friends of mine might come home and uh, i i don't play cards i'm really bad i'm good at texas holdem poker but no one plays that they are they play this teen patti patti come on we got we got have a we got have a teen patti session would teach him I'll, i'll learn it maybe but like you know i've always been someone who uh you know i get out only when i make music on the go i've been making it but this lockdown taught me that i can only make music on the terrace not in this room also i need that air i need that you know the presence of nature so maybe this time i will maybe you know get out of the town and you know get out of town go somewhere and you know just sit down and maybe just put a few lights with my friends and chill have a good evening i don't know if i'm going to do the party diwali party mate have a great diwali and thank you uh, for not only coming to be a part of the sony family but also for making the music loving what you do i just love hearing from people that love their their craft and you clearly do so big yourself up and keep keep doing what you do man thank you so much i've i've told arman this that when i met you all in mumbai it felt i met a few long lost brothers and you know this, this interview was just a reason that i said 
Yeah, I know you on the interview. I just wanted to say hi to the guys. And yeah, that's nice. That's nice. So Tony can have the interview, and I'm glad I could say hello to y'all. Oh, Thank that's very good. And say hello, star. say hello to Oman. Obviously, like we mentioned, killing it with the MTV uh, award, yes. and and to your mum and dad as well. Lovely people as well. So no, no, give your money. give your dad a big kiss from me. <laughs> I love that man. I, I mean, like sloppy one because he deserves. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he has been so now. This is also something I want to tell everyone before going that my father is now composing quite a few independent songs, and I'm going to be producing them. Maybe <laughs> sing them, and it's it's going to be crazy. We're we're just waiting. Yes. You know, he so many tunes, and I said, Dad, like you just put out a song. He did something Sunidhi Chauhan. I said, I'm getting requests from my fans to make something like that. Yeah. So how is it that you are not doing music? Come, come it. on! You got to put out more songs. And I'm the music producer now with him. We'll do a song where Arman singing, Dabu Malik composing, Amal Malik producing. Can't wait for that. Yeah. Double, double step. Like instead of dubstep, double step. <laughs> it's a brand it. new genre. We can't wait. Kids are gonna love oh, it. Oh God! <laughs> Thank you, Amal. Cheers, Thank buddy. You, boy. We're not crediting you. <laughs> <laughs> को दर्द ऐसा मिला जिसकी दवा नहीं लड़ पड़ा लकीरों से पर कुछ भी हुआ नहीं चलो ये मान भी लिया अब तू मेरा नहीं तू मेरा नहीं चला गया मैं दूर तूने So can we say like that we're officially label partners with Amal Malik now, or he's label partners with us because we yeah, were here he's first. with us. Yeah, we yeah, came man. first. Well, well, welcome to the family, Amal. Love that guy. Great chat. He's lovely. Yeah, the, the whole family's lovely. Him, the mum and dad. I mean, obviously, Amal's just great, and they just they're just cool. they're just normal. They're a normal you know family. I'm a bit gutted because this is the second time you guys have spoken to Amal, and um, Amal, obviously, you've you've um, spoken yeah. to before. I miss both of them. You yeah, keep yeah, missing yeah. him. I keep yeah, missing it's, him. It's one of those ones. And I wonder whether it will just go on for years and years. You know, that, that person maybe. that you just kind of never... Just be like, to, yeah, never thing. chat to. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's um, that. I want, I want to share a story with you guys, right? Because this, um, this is one, I suppose, I want you to think about. And I want kind of to know your opinion, Kedge, as a vegetarian. Ooh. Uh, and also your opinion, Satch, on the whole situation. Because you've yeah. always got a very direct way of seeing things. Black and white. <laughs> Okay. There's a babysitter and she was given two kids to look after a nine year old and a seven year old. This babysitter is 19 herself. Not like, so like, not like a, in the UK. Yeah. uh, No, actually America. Okay. So so she's 19. She's looking after a nine year old boy and a seven year old girl. Mom leaves them together. Says, yep. Look after him. Thanks a lot. All good. 
I'll be back in a bit. Uh, she takes him out for a day. She gets him uh, for the day. And because they're behaving really well, she brings him home. She gets him some takeaway food. They're eating that takeaway food. The mum walks in and goes berserk. Because the kids were well behaved, she bought them, at their request, a chicken nugget Happy Meal. Oh, the kids asked for it. But the mum right. came in and went ape, went absolutely ballistic. Well, unhealthy. Well, you'd think so. But actually more so than that. She's angry because the kids are vegetarian and so is the mum. The mum never told the mum never told the babysitter. And the kids never told the babysitter. The kids said, Yeah, we want a nugget happy meal. I mean, I think there's a there's a number of problems in that story what you've just told okay. us there. Tell me, oh, there's more to tell you, but I'll hold back then. What are you thinking straight away? Okay, so problem number one um, is the mother's not obviously specified what the crack is with their dietary requirements. So, Sago, Sago, Sago. That, that's one. Stephen Sago. And I think number two, I'm sorry, but the kids nine and seven, surely they know what they eat and what they kind of don't yeah. eat. I, I think I, I'm just looking back at it when I was seven and nine. And you know, like when you go school dinners and there's certain foods like we don't eat. And I was, you know, kind of ready with, I don't eat that, miss. Or do you see what I mean? To the dinner lady or whatever it was. So, you know, a couple of issues there, I think. And also, if the kids ask for a chicken nugget meal at seven and nine, it means they've had it before. It means they've had it before. (laughs) No, not necessarily. a little sneaky one at their mate's house. Maybe they had that little policy where it's like, oh, we only eat chicken nuggets outside the house. When mum's there. Like some Indians are not allowed to, they eat eggs, but they're not allowed to cook them in the house. For, yeah, oh. but I don't think the kids were quite that far developed in that thought process. Although I know like Milo, who's eight now, so he's right in between these two kids, often says, I'm vegetarian. I just like the chicken burgers at KFC. So <laughs> I'm like, I said, Milo, you realize that doesn't make you vegetarian. He goes, no, no, but I am. I'm vegetarian. But anyway, my point is these kids cl- clearly told the babysitter to get it, but it gets worse. So then the woman the mum threw the babysitter out. Get out. Nickel jam in a carton, right? Got her out and go and didn't pay her. And what? not only did she not pay her, not only did she not pay her, she then said, I want $300 per kid. That's 225 ah. quid per kid for compensation for damage. Even though the mum came in running through and the mum goes, you can't feed them dead corpses. She's shouting dead. You know, that's not, I mean, that's not a very happy. If I'm midway through a, a chicken burger, don't call it a dead corpse. I mean, tell me that 20 minutes after yeah. I've eaten it. Just, let me, just lick my, lick my, let me lick my fingers. <laughs> let me do all that first. And then get the lemon. Once you see me on the lemon wipe. Hold on, on the lemon wipe. Are you justifying okay. that she can't charge $225 because she's shouted, don't eat the dead corpse? No, yeah, because she's she said, no, 225 quid, by the way, per kid. That's 450 pound total. She, um, no, I'm saying she's told, she's, she's accusing the babysitter of having scarred the kids. I'm like, that's more scarring than anything. Something, you're eating dead corpses. If anything, your kids are eating it. You take it off them and go, we don't eat that. You take the babysitter to one side and go, uh, did I not mention that we're vegetarian? And the babies would go, no, you didn't. You go, okay, going forward, they cannot have meat again. That's got to be the reaction of a normal sane person. I reckon this no, person's only I angry think, because she, no, she needs I a good think, chicken burger. No, um, from a vegetarian angle, um, I think you would go nuts. But what? then, but then, okay, well, but then, you, you, then it's your you fault. Can't, you it? don't have the right. Yeah. As the parent, it's your fault. Well, yeah, no, uh, I mean, in this them. instance, in this instance, it is totally her fault because exactly. between the three of them, how do they not know that they're not allowed to eat meat? You know what I mean? So the, the kids have obviously tried it, but as a, I mean, really, I mean, is I that her it. mom? It's, it's, she shouldn't yeah, be there, mum. 
it's a nahi moment. It's a no, my God, how can I have forgotten to tell you that they don't, you know, whatever, and no, dive in and take it off the kids. It's a plonker moment. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah but I, she, think, I, I think the, the kid's a bit of a plonker. The, the, the mum's a bit of a plonker. And to actually say, I'm going to sue you for whatever, 250 yeah, damages. quid. Damages. That's, damages. That's it. Damage? What do you mean damages? At least pair fed your kids, mate. Exactly. <laughs> it's me, yeah. but they fed them. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. and here's and here's a final thing. The mum said, "This is the key line, Kedge. I don't know how you feel about this one." Mum said, on. "You, mum said you can't assume that people eat meat." Oh well, there he is. And, and maybe she's right. In this day and age, in this day and age, you can't you can't assume. Anything. No, anything. no, no. But she didn't assume. The kids said they wanted chicken nuggets. That's the difference. True. True. So what's the what's the lesson in this actually? Who who's, who should who should be punished? Don't listen to kids for one. Clearly, <laughs> they, they don't know what's going on, and the mum just needs to fix up and say, "My kid eats that. My kid don't eat that." Job I'll tell you, come on, please, please hold on. Can someone please give Judge Sachi a TV show? I just yeah, love, would love that. Gonna, well, no, number one, you're a plonker. Your kids are plonkers. <laughs> you go sort yourself out, and you over there. I don't think you should babysit anymore. All right, get out of my court. I'll right. tell you I've what, got to I'll go tell you, there's, a cake, West. there's a cake that's out on the market that this woman and her kids will definitely not be loving. And it's basically, and I don't know if you've heard about this, but it's the pigs in blanket cheesecake. Yeah. I think everyone wild because it's so, what do you mean here from you, Tommy? I thought you'd be the first one onto it. It's apparently mm. it's so wrong that people are saying it's actually right. That's full circle. No, it doesn't. I don't like... like Oh, let me no, just give you the description. Oh, no, wait, wait. You, 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 no, give it a chance. Yeah, go on. The, give it give, give a guess. What is it? Please Cakes. It's a specialist cheese company, uh, online company trading thing. They're also found in Selfridges. And what they, they called it is they've called it the Notorious PIB. I like it the name. Features cheddar cheese, oatmeal, thyme base with a savory cheesecake filling containing fresh thyme, sage, and pigs in blankets. It's topped off with a sweet caramelized onion chutney and a generous portion of crispy pigs in blankets with a fresh sprigs of thyme and rosemary. And the spokesperson of Please Cakes described this product as a great alternative to the standard post dinner cheese board. Okay, I'll tell you why it doesn't, tell you why it doesn't work. Because I would have just filled up on a load of pigs in blankets, which I do thoroughly enjoy. They are yeah. little, little gems in your, just sweet and beautiful and tasty, right? But um, I then don't need the same flavor in my dessert. Secondly, I don't like the idea of sweet and meat. That for that doesn't just doesn't go no, for me. No, I don't. No. This thing's savory. The whole thing's savory. The whole thing's savory. It's a cheesecake, yes. though. So it's it's not it's not a it's not a dessert. Let's put it that way. Oh, from what I can well, gather. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, what, like it's a in a pie. pie. It's like a pie. Oh. Yeah, keep talking. So what is it? What's, what's, <laughs> hang on a minute. It's hang on a minute. What's, 10, what's, 10, 10 to twelve people, or just Tommy Sandu, and it's t- thirty-eight pounds. Basically, it's all wrapped in what, a load of little sausages it, and bacon wrapped in. I don't understand it, the it's, format. It's, it's made to look like a cheesecake, but the cheese like is not sweet. It's actually like um, oh, like your cheddar-y sort of, can't see it. There you go. There you go. It looks like a cheesecake, but it looks like, like a, a quiche uh, with Right. So, yeah. So, normally you get a cheesecake and then they pile up, let's say, loads of Maltesers or something like that on top of it. Sure so, that's breeze. what they've done with the sausages. And but what's that underneath it? What's that bit block holding the base? What's that bit, Kedge? It, they said there was cheddar, wasn't it? Yeah, cheddar, cheddar cheese. Yeah. So that's like it's, savory. It's a savory cheesecake filling. 
containing oh, fresh thyme, sage, and pigs in blankets as well. It's, it's a big pie, is what it is. Oh, okay, meal so it's like a cheese. Yeah, so you got like a okay, you got like an OT. Yeah, okay, I get that. OT cheesy like sort of bit. OT cheesy bit of bread, kind of almost style, and then a bit of sausage. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I'll give it a go. How much for? Yeah, where from? Uh, yeah, you can get it from Selfridges or directly from the the Please Cakes website. Now, here's a question. Why are they making food serving 10 to 12 people, knowing full well that we ain't going to have 10 to 12 people? That shouldn't be allowed. It's oh, like when they have cars that, go to, cars, cars that go to 180 miles an hour. Anybody, actually, it should be illegal for anyone to market food for 10 to 12 people. You should market Great. for six people for two days. <laughs> well, everyone like, knows that 10 to 12 people, is that's how much food one person eats anyway over Christmas. Over Christmas. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> that is also true. I've been, I've been fairly good with my diet all year. I'm actually looking forward to, if this is a low-key Christmas, just doing it for myself, just pleasuring myself all throughout Christmas. Oh, Can't wait. I beg your pardon. Pleasuring yourself? Food, food. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, out. Sure. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Thinking, of, um, thinking back to something I got this week that I actually thought would pleasure me, but it didn't. Was, um, <laughs> was, um, <laughs> what was that? I actually walked past the Costa Coffee this week and I thought, I'm going to go in there and get that, um, that new hot chocolate that everyone keeps rattling on about. Yeah. The, the, oh, uh, the orange chocolate. I didn't know. It's orange yeah. flavor, yeah. 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 So they've got two new flavours out. One's, um, I think it's an after eight, minty one. Oh, I need and, to get that. And the other one's the um, Terry's chocolate orange. So I thought, how do I not know this? <laughs> <laughs> All right, kids, calm down. Sorry, that's just breaking news. <laughs> yeah, no, there's basically two flavours. So anyway, I've got the, um, I've got the orange <laughs> one. And um, I was a bit like baffled when they gave it to me, like the, the right. older small one. And um, the, the hot chocolate came, obviously in the red cup, which is Christmassy. Yeah. And then on top of the cup, they put a little Terry's chocolate orange wrapped up just on top of it. And I thought, why would you do that? Like, that's it. I want it inside the cup, bruv. Like, no, 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 no. no, no. They're giving you the chance to dip it in. No, you don't dip it in, bruv. You're not meant to. No, you're supposed to put it in probably and let it just... No, you're not. No, you're not. You're meant to eat it. Let it ogre. Let it ogre in the the dude. Like Shrek, Shrek, Shrek the ogre. <laughs> How do you say melt in Punjabi? Huh? Melt. <laughs> melt, hold you got melt. Come on, Tommy, think about it. You must know that. Butter, okay, I'm thinking my mum. Gande pala, like put the onions in. Jada butter melt ho gaya. Yeah, yeah, just when the butter melted, yeah, that's it. So back to the hot chocolate. I, um, uh, it just didn't taste like Terry's chocolate orange at all. It was. No, it was of course it's not. If you if you haven't put the chocolate in there, what did you, you do? Don't, this, you no, do you not put the, the, the little wrapped chocolate orange is um, like a little bonus. It's to accentuate yes. the flavour, right? Yes. Uh, it's almost you can almost use it as a mousse bouche to get the the palate going and getting excited about the upcoming Terry's chocolate orange flavoured hot was, chocolate. Was the but they also um, orange. Huh? Yeah, the dude is chocolate. No, the, the dude is flavored. Chocolate orange. Yeah, allegedly. Oh, it, <laughs> it was well, not enough for you. Maybe Rub, you made it. Maybe you got standard. It was standard hot chocolate. I was so disappointed. I was like, I'm never going to get that ever again. I still think you got to dip it in. You don't have and, to dip it in, Kedge. No, you don't. That's because just, they also do, they also do a, a Costa, uh, at Costa. They do the chocolate orange muffin as well. They're doing that Terry's chocolate, so that goes with it. That's part of it. Today, I saw... a chocolate muffin, and they stick a little chocolate on top of it. Terry's chocolate orange. Yeah. And then they put a hot chocolate that doesn't taste of anything underneath it, Kedge. You know that? That's (laughs) why the muffin and the chocolate is on top. And you plunge the whole thing together. If they give me, if they give me, 
I'm going to go and get the after eight one. If they give me the after eight mint on top, I'm going to dunk it in straight. Then you're stupid because that's not what you're meant to do. But, but listen how to do how that? his. How do you yeah, know? But, but, but listen you're to not how to do listen, that. <laughs> listen to how rebellious he's being over dunking an after eight. Yeah, and then when I go there, I'm going to dunk the after eight. I'm going to run around the store I mean, with it and then run out. The only thing I was thinking of is like usually we talk quite highly of like the food that we see out, and you know, we're like oh, four four burger and Big yeah. Mac and all of that. Yeah, I'm just going to give a nice little honest review of it was pretty rubbish. Oh, oh. well. You're in danger of upsetting all those chocolate orange people. I'm telling you, there's a lot out there and they're fanatical. I wouldn't want them to email us at hello at the and direct all their emails to Sachin. No, I wouldn't. It's been long. Portsmouth, and I know many of our listeners do, especially do. in the area of Gosport. Oh, um, Gosport. We, we know what? I have to throw away a bag of posts that we get for fan mail from Gosport every week. Really? I just won't get through it. Won't get through it. <laughs> there you go. I knew that was the case. Um, glad it arrives at your place. Um, but if you, are, if you are from this area, then you will know exactly what I'm talking about because finally a young driver has been arrested and he's the one who's been causing a lot of nuisance to all the people of gospel because what he's been doing is he's been driving around his Nissan Navara, red little Nissan Navara, 
And then he just screams out of his car on a megaphone, wakey, wakey, in the early hours of the morning. <laughs> so he drives around. A bit like, you know, how you get the Golgape. We used to get the Golgape man yeah. go down the streets in India. Or the Gera man as well. Gigera, Gigera. Bruv, that's a Jesse Sidhu song. That's Key Kenny. Key Kenny, All that time in my village in Rajkot, he was singing the Justice in the song. I didn't know. They were just trying to get him going. Hey, they're like, no, he's not replying. Let's try again. And 20 years later, he goes, and I know you love that song. I do love it. I do love it. Anyway, so sorry. Yeah, you get the people. So, but this guy isn't selling anything or promoting no. anything. He's Wait, just got a megaphone out of his car window. Apparently, he was he was just annoying the residents who were trying to sleep. Um, he's actually from Fairham, wherever that is, probably near Portsmouth, um, surrounding areas, probably. Yeah. And he all he does is he just turns on his lights on and off, and he just keeps shouting and saying "Wakey, wakey!" Um, and then he apparently he also said, "You can't call the police because you can't see us." I mean, it must be pretty obvious to see one bloke down his uh, down the road with a red Nissan shouting "Wakey, wakey!" Anyway, they yeah, issued a, a warning against him, and they've now told him that if he does anything similar in the next twelve months, they're going to take his car away. Okay, so I like it. Anything similar? So you could he couldn't do the same thing on a motorbike. <laughs> what, if, what if he plays it from big speakers in a in a in a car that's a Toyota? And he's like, "Well, I'm not saying it. Yeah. You said something similar. This is a completely different I mean, format. This a this, whole, this whole story is a bit weird in the sense of like, do you reckon this is just kind of people doing? I don't know, like just gone a bit bonkers in, in, yeah. in lockdown. Bored, you see what I mean? This is this Bo- is, the, is it boredom? Yeah, yeah, yeah boredom. bonkers. There's got to be a word for it. Let's just call it lockdown bonkers. Okay, if you want to. There's got to be a word for it. Let's call it two words. That's what I'm There's got to be a word for it. Let's call it lockdown bonkers. Lockdown bonkers, is it? But it's just, it sounds good. Yeah, well, you're right. What I, I just, I just like the fact that I want to know his backstory. I want to know why is he awake in the morning? Has he not slept all night? Is he not a very good sleeper? Is he thinking, I know everyone could do with just being up and about a bit earlier? I said, it's funny you say that. That'll be out on Netflix very soon. Watch out for the... Uh... <laughs> for the series. The way the way Karappa, the lock the, the lock but, crazy one. I mean, isn't it the worst feeling ever though when you actually get woken up by something so sort of not not random or do you see what I mean? Like when you weren't actually ready to wake up and then suddenly bang, you're awake. So, I don't think there's anything worse. But you're a DJ. So your sleep's all over. Well, uh, see, when I say I you was, were a DJ, you were, yeah, you know, what I mean, like it's been, you a, you, a you've kind of, you've been living the most normal sleep pattern life or well, normal mass normal um, than, yeah. that you've ever had in your probably your whole adult life. But yes. um, your sleep must be all over the place. You must be woken. You must. And I remember when from my DJing, I'd always be woken up by the door, by the, you know, like a rude awakening. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm, a light, I'm a light sleeper. Yeah. I'd like to no, say. because, but, but then you're getting in at four well, you know, on average, what time do you, you know, from a DJing thing, you get yeah, at 4am. Yeah, yeah. So you're sleeping at half four, five. Right. By the time you switch off, yeah, five. And so you'll want to sleep to about 11, but the door's going, post going, packages are, I hated that when you're a DJ. You think, oh, in fact, to this day, you know what I've realized? I don't think I've had a natural wake up since I've had kids. Really? And obviously, yeah, there's not, and obviously because of the breakfast show as well, but even on weekends, everyone's unforgiving. Plus my wife is one of these. She gets up at 5am on most days. What? Um, yeah, she's in she she's in the gym by six and she's back home by seven. Oh, so she's yeah. one of them ones. But um 
And um, so how would you like to be woken up? Uh, not like gently, really gently. Like I like to wake up, not have no noise for a bit. Right. Think for a minute. This work is out what happened. Why is he explaining a lot? Well, when we were out and about on our cricket travels, and every time, I don't know about you, Satch, when you had to share a room with this fella, it <laughs> would take him forever to get out of bed. You go, yes, Tommy, you're you're, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. come on, Tommy. And then, and, and, then he'd, and then he'd walk to the shower up half asleep. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, nice shut. What? Nobody goes, oh, nobody goes awake to the shower. That's what the whole point in the shower is. Have to. No. So you when you wake, wake up, up, when you open your eyes, this sounds a stupid yes. thing to say. You're awake. You're good to, yeah, you're good to I, go there. I need to, I need to kind of like just chill for five minutes and kind of gather myself and then get out of bed. Yeah. yeah. Um, but instead of five, I just need 15. But other than that, it's like, just like <laughs> I'm, no, I don't think so you're sleeping. No, just, I want to snooze. The, I want to snooze for a bit. I want to just ease myself up. My wife is like, go, we're up. Move, you know, like, and she'll walk into the room and I hate this. She'll walk into the room and she'll just start saying jobs that got to be done or things to be done. And I'm like, I'm still, I'm still in my sleeping now, planet. Yeah. Like yeah. you can't tell me that. And I've told her, I've even said it, that, I've said it, yeah, exactly. I'm with Kanye and Amal and Kedge, right? And Kedge's dream, okay? Because I, I didn't want to wake up here. But I've already, I've even said it to her. I've even said it to my wife. I've said, I've said, look, please don't, please don't do that. Just when you come in, just, just go, hey. And I go, hey, are you awake? Mm -hmm. Cool. Hi, then babe. leave me for a couple of minutes. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't even go lovey-dovey. I'm not saying that. Just yeah. don't go, don't go and go, Tom, uh. Logan's poodle <laughs> down the stairs. Uh, you, Milo's not listening. Uh, the grass is cutting, and the, and the and the man's outside because the gutters are leaking all into the neighbor's house. Ah, <laughs> you know, I'd like, come on, man! That's, they ruined. And like, you know, I mean, I just, with, with this story, that I kind of think back to like, um, and, and I hated being wake up, woke up this way. Is when I was like school days. Do you see what I mean? Because mm. obviously you don't want to wake up at whatever time you wake up, six o'clock or what have you. you, you my, like my dad used to come into room. And like, it obviously just kind of like, he'd have to, when it was dark in the mornings, you'd turn the light on to wake you up. And I'm just like, yeah. I hate that. Number two, yeah. it just, it just pull your duvet off you. And I'm like, ah, oh, I can't stand that oh. either. Cause then you're just freezing. Do you see what I mean? Like yeah. that, that is the worst way to be woken up. I think your it's duvet horrible. just being flung my off. My dad, my dad used to come in with a little pot of water and then he would lift up the bottom where our feet would be and he would sprinkle the water <laughs> on our feet. <laughs> is that no? Was that look? No, genuinely. I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely, genuinely. Is that like a little blessed water? Is he like? Is he blessing his kid? <laughs> I'd be cursing. We'd be cursing him. Going, what are you do? Wet bed. You have to get out of it. <laughs> Hold on. Doesn't that make you? Doesn't that make you wet yourself? Like pee your pants? And when, no, when you? Or is that when your when your fingers are wet? You know when you put your when you put your finger in something when you're in water when you're sleeping. I beg you your pardon. No, there is something like that. that. You put you. It does work. It does. Work. If you put, if you get a cup of water next to someone who's sleeping and move their hand so their hand goes into the cup of water, so their fingers, their index fingers wet, it triggers something in the brain that makes them peshab themselves uncontrollably. <laughs> then and then, then and there. What? I'm, I'm, I've never heard of that in my life. It's a, it's a quite a cliche classic prank. It's almost like it's like you know, I'm like shaving off someone's eyebrows. It's so obvious. Anyway, I think, but I, I quite I, that's quite a gentle, almost naturalistic way that your dad chose to wake you up. No, Church. it's quite not gentle. It's disgusting. It's horrible. But the best thing about all of this chat is when you mention rude awakening and instantly I went all the way back to the 1990s to yeah, WWF. Right. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. You remember ravishing I, Rick Rude? That was his move, wasn't it? The rude right, awakening. He, his finishing move was the rude awakening. 
Oh, what was, wow. it? was it? Was it? Was it a headlock and a drop? Was it? Was it, it was one of them headlock. ones? Was it? It, was, it was a headlock, but he turns around, so he's got his, your back to back, and then you yeah. slam and bring him down. Yeah, that was a well, what a move. Maybe right, your exactly. dad done that to you in the morning. Exactly. <laughs> 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 we've learned we always do this as the, uh, the last part of the show and i like this i'm um, saying that about last week's things we've learned um i actually had someone message me and they said they didn't know that it was potus and floatus as well i can't i can't oh. remember the name, but, uh, but i remember reading that message i was just horrified that it was called floatus um that was my story but i think i got a better one this this week and um, <laughs> <Good. laughs> it's about it's about um he's gonna go you know what i heard the teletubbies are not real oh, like, oh fact. <laughs> No. No, 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 I've got a good one. The sun is a real baby. <laughs> cool, I've got a proper one this week. God, cool. give me a chance. The story that I came across was, um, and it was um, that, that you know, mummies in Egypt, obviously, like the coffins that have been buried thousands of years ago. I was going to say, whose mummies are in Egypt? Yeah. No, like, you know, the Egyptian mummies with the pharaohs and all of that yeah. kind of jazz, pyramids and stuff. Um, they, uh, they actually found a hundred coffins this week it was actually yesterday so the 14th of, of november yeah. and um they've actually started opening the coffins and i thought hang on a minute are we going Ooh. into um jumanji or whatever something like that do you know do you, like, i just think that this year's kind of been bonkers enough like why are you going there to touch coffins of dead people from two and a half two thousand five hundred years ago Weird. That's not you know, real. supposedly yeah with the with those kind of tombs and stuff you're not supposed to do that because you can supposedly release spirits and all things like that so, um, that's not spirits, real. And viruses. What's not, yeah. Y- yeah. You're what's not, not, not real. I th- of course they should open it so we can learn about our past. Don't be so daft, kid. That's, that's your naivety, mate. 
No, funnily well, enough, though, <laughs> I watched something about this. I was watching uh, a TV show. Is it Resurrection? Is that what it's called? Have you seen any of that? It's about exactly this. I'm trying to quickly go into my neck plug, see if it's continue watching. Yeah, yeah, Resurrection. Resur- yeah. Basically... They took. They look at that. They look. They they look at these kind of tombs that have been found. They're basically looking at oh meteorites uh, and things. Oh, that was what it was. No, it's a program about meteorites. It wasn't resurrection. Meteorites <laughs> have hit. Uh, hit. Hit. Uh, but it says our our fascination with them, and they were saying like the where the pyramids are um, was the the site landing for meteorites and all these other sites around the world um, is where meteorites landed and how it's affected local people and culture and things like that and tradition and and the connection between this life and the afterlife and then they spoke about the mummies and the pharaohs and how actually the line between this life and the next life or the previous life or whatever you want to call it is not that far i love all that stuff Satch. so what See, did yeah. they discover no I've, I've, like, i think the, the thing that they discovered was is that the fact that the obviously the bodies were were um, buried two thousand five hundred years ago but they they can actually still see that their bodies because they've been preserved so well do you see what i mean and they're actually going to put them out in in in, in museums and stuff like that and they're just trying to work out how like a body's still there do you see what i mean wow like, i love that done. i love all that part but, i love I mean, that part you know, of the history museum i think i think it's just you know and call me silly if i've watched too many films with you know just mad stuff happening i just think if if you know that's there just leave it like why, why are you going and and taking a body out of a coffin like there might be some spell or something like i don't know like just stay away from it that no. you're silly Nice. That's exactly why they should. Sorry, the, the program, can I quickly just say, the program I watched was Fireball. Kedge, you have to watch it. This is so you. Fireball, and it's on yeah. Apple TV. It's Ooh. called Fireball Visitors from Darker Worlds. Oh, and they I talk about, me- bruv, they're talking about meteorites land, me- and little mini meteorites land all the time, right? But how basically, they're saying the meteorite, they were seen as like messages from whatever created us, you know, the Big Bang. It links to so much. I tell you, I can't even try and sum it up. But if you've got Apple TV, that's one worth watching. So, so I'm, I'm with Satchi's story. I love all this stuff. Let's just learn more. There's so much we don't I, know. I'm man. glad you're with your story because I'm not with my story. Forget <laughs> that. You know, what I've got to say, the things I learn are often to do with the things I'm watching because it kind of, I'll, I'll be interested in some sort of documentary TV show or subject matter and then I'll kind of yeah. Google it. So, you know, for example, actually, let me, can I share my things I learned as well? Yeah, so, I'm, I'm, I started watching The Queen's Gambit. Have oh, you caught any of that? I've heard about it. That's next on my list. It's honestly, it's fantastic. It's just a really well-made, great story show. I'm not, this is not a spoiler, but it's about a young girl who doesn't really have the greatest of upbringing, childhood, some tragic things happen. And she discovers a passion for, for, for chess, but it's just how they do it. And she's against, it's all, the world's against her in many ways. You know, she's been dealt a rubbish hand, but her love for chess comes through. Oh, and it's just, I love chess. I, I tell you, it, you know, for anyone who's just looking for a bit of an inspiration story, it's great. And actually, actually, that's another thing, Kedge. I don't really, I don't really play chess. I know the basic rules, but I don't know all the strategies. Oh. But if you love chess, then you'll love all the things they refer to. Yeah, in chess captain. Part. Huh? I was chess captain at school. You would, you were. Yeah. So you got to bring the pieces out for the players to play with. That's great. That's really, here he comes. Here comes chess captain. Don't, no, don't laugh, everyone. Don't laugh. He's a good I guy. Was, we used to have oh, why is he wearing? Why is he wearing a high-vis jacket? Just in case. There's some sharp pieces on the chess board. Because the chess captain used to play against other schools for proper <laughs> matches, bruv. They, I mean, they used to call me nickname Kej Kasparov because I was that good. Yeah. Eh? 
<laughs> oh, you wouldn't know in the chess world, Key Kasparov was like you know, like the the Sachin Tendulkar, Gary Kasparov. I thought you said Kedge has a sparrow. I thought maybe yes, they've, they've seen it poking out. Look, there's his little sparrow. Um, but the thing I learned was about the Queen's Gambit as a TV show, and I just think anybody listening to this podcast now who is maybe going through it with work or whatever, and you got to just find a you know you you're trying to keep your business going or whatever. Can I just say the person who wrote? queen's gambit it took them 30 years to get it commissioned wow. wow that's that story was written 30 years ago turn down turn down turn down turn down one one piece set of people at netflix believed in it pumped a load of money it's done so well for netflix they were looking for more work from this writer or another follow-up series i'm not sure how it ends i don't know where it was going to go yeah that kind of makes sense that it's chess though as well because you know yeah, like, yeah. chess is not popular now like 30 years ago yeah i get it people more people probably play chess but you know uh, and thinking about it now it's like what would they kind of replace chess with if like with another sport or game or do you see what i mean like 30 the game years to play now which has replaced yeah. Let me tell you, guys, cool. it's called Among Us. It is the no, game. that's not the game Every to replace chess. How can you say that? Yeah, because it's, 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 it's tactical. It's online. You play with loads of players. It's what is it? Among Us. It's like Cluedo, but online. Get on it. You can download it. It's a whodunit. It's a whodunit thing. That's what it you is. Walk around, you walk around a spaceship. One of you or two of you or three of you are the imposters. The imposters have to go around killing everyone. You have to try and figure out who the imposters are. It's brilliant. I mean, if there's one thing you play this week, play Among Us. Download it. Ask your kids if they've got, if, if you've got kids, I'm telling you, they will be playing it. Well, they're not allowed to play it apparently for security reasons but you're right there um because it's some messaging something or another but you're right but like teenagers are all over it adults are all over it it's become the new social phenomenon but anyway i don't know too much about that but i'm sticking i'm taking old school okay you stick to old school i'm going to stick to yes. something that you that people will be looking as as a new school kind of a, a christmas present maybe a little stocking filler coming up for for christmas just in time as well for christmas 12 pounds 10 is what you will have to sort of spend to buy the latest dog calendar obviously a lot of people do buy calendars for people at christmas have you heard about the latest dog calendar it's called the pooping pooches Right. No, I haven't heard about you. What is that? This, this story needs to pick up very quickly for me to kind of go. This is a great story, Ked. It's a great thing I've le I'm learning this week yeah. from you. you uh, let me tell you, the thing you're going to learn is that now you can get the Pooping Pooches calendar for 2021. You get 12 photos of dogs squatting to relieve themselves around scenic places across the U.S. of A. See, I mean, that's kind of already predicted a whole load of for 2021. Firstly, it's, it's genius because obviously someone's making money out of this. They've obviously gone into print. So he's gone around taking photos because to get the actual moment of a dog squatting, it must take a bit of time. That too, then in front of a scenic background again. So it was, there's a lot of is skill involved. Is it, is, it, is it the same dog in every... No, no, uh, different, different dogs. Different dogs. Different mm. dogs because it's for dog lovers. And I mean, look, I don't like dogs. I don't get people who like dogs. But I don't even think people who like dogs will buy this. Okay, do, you not really, do you really not like dogs? No. I don't I, like I, dogs I lo either. Really? I love I dogs. I, I, have a, I have a massive issue with pets. 
Yeah, no, I've got an issue with pets and having to look after them, but then in the same way, I've got issues with my kids and having to look after them. But like, it's just, I, I you know, I, I can't just about look after myself. So, uh, so I'm saying the training element, the discipline and all the mess and the chewing and the, that, that is an issue. For me, it's like when you walk into your house, Tommy, you take your shoes off because yes. they've been walking around outside in the dirt. You've got yes. mud, God knows what else. Yes. But Kutta can walk in without wiping his feet and he's allowed to go on your bed, your yeah, sofa, jump on your, bed. Your, your, your carpet. You know, last time I checked, dogs don't know how to wipe their backsides either. No, but they, they, I think it retracts like afterwards, like it goes inside out. I need to have a close look at this calendar uh, and see what's actually going on at, at, at the, at the goal Is it that thing like a boarding gate when you're getting on the plane? Yeah. <laughs> 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 it goes back in. <laughs> and the door goes. And they're like, don't touch the safety handle. I don't get this. I don't get it. It's definitely something I learned, but I don't get, I don't even think dog lovers are going to buy this. Why would you want this? And you're not going to go, oh, so cute. It's having a poo. Leave it alone. Can I Imagine honest? something in front of you when you're squatting. Well, they have done. <laughs> <laughs> They're out there. And one day, I'm sure someone will sell the picture. Um, Make it casual. Squat, squatting Tommies. <laughs> I once, um, I want, I'll cut it, cut it my little celebrity. I once walked in on Cilla Black while she was on the toilet. That was my, that was my little cl claim to fame. Yeah, it was, it was an accident. She, the toilet it was a downstairs toilet. At her, we were at a villa and over the door and she went, Oh my God. I went, ah, it was a bit like the woman at the trolley again. I think it's the same, same reaction. What? What's going on? Open up before it was supposed to or something. What happened? Why did it? No, no, no. no. There was just no lock on that downstairs toilet. And I just, Went straight in, and she was she was already already there. But um, laughed it. No. We laughed it off. But I I don't think I think dog lovers will actually will love this because it's funny, it's hilarious, it's quirky. Do you actually you don't actually see the no. doo doo? You probably no. just yeah. So it's kind of quirky. It's just, and I can imagine like my teenage nephew loving it. Milo's got I ain't like this this he's had it all this year. He's got a dog calendar because he loves dogs that much, and you know he does, right? But well, I refuse. refuse but, that's di but that's different, isn't it? If you like dogs, yeah, yeah, like, all right, we've got nice little pictures of dogs, but... So this is a fun thing, this is cool. That's like saying, oh, yeah, like, you know, um, no, like, there's a Tommy Sandu calendar coming out, but we'll get the version where he's taking a dump 12 times, and, and you and buy that one. You, say, like, you just wouldn't do that, would you? It's a bit weird. You, you wouldn't do do that, that's what you wouldn't, no. I can give you all my different faces. No, I wouldn't, we wouldn't do that. You're right. Faces with faces. No, no, it doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad we've all learned. We learned. We're learning about calendars. Yeah. We're learning. And that's good. And actually, people are going to start thinking calendars now as well. Does anyone, does anyone actually even buy calendars uh, anymore? Is it, no, is it, should we one. talk about it? You've got to have one in the house. I think you've got to have a calendar in the house. Yeah, yeah, I do. It's on my phone. That's all you need. Well, yeah, exactly. You Fair enough. Yeah. You need a calendar, do you? That's yeah. a good point. Kedge, you just said to us before this podcast started that in your house, everything is controlled by your phone, like your heating and your, all your thermostats and stuff. I did. And he's very, he's very proud of that. So yeah. just add the calendar, add the calendar to it. Or yes, I, I'm just going to buy, I'd love for there just to find 12 Gujarati men squatting for a number two and just give, make that calendar for you, Kedge. And go, there you go. Getting back to the roots. Lovely could, scenic location. You could probably buy that in India. I'm just saying. <laughs> if we hunt it down, it's, it's available. 2021. 
if not, you're, we're literally going to release the brown load calendar. That's what it could be. <laughs> oh, that's that's it. No, it's thanks. It's the one. Uh, right. We're learning something new. No football. No, no Premier League roundup. Uh, Fantasy Football League roundup this week because um, uh, it's, everyone's on international break. Uh, yes. But we'll, uh, we'll catch up with that next week. But another quick big up for Mr. Amal Malik. Uh, just a top man. Lovely guy. Go listen to the track. You probably heard some of it uh, here, but you can go f- watch it on YouTube. It's probably... Kedge, do you know what it's up to right now? Or it's actually... Because well, I... Some... 12 million views. 12 million? Yeah. And it's only been out a few days. Oh, it's crazy. So it's doing, it's doing big business. It's a great song. Um, so go enjoy the music of Amal Malik. Go tell people about the podcast. And we will catch you next week. Laters. 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 <laughs>